Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Chrissy. And today we have a little bit of a different kind of episode. We want to do a dedication episode to Matthew Perry because sadly, very recently, he has passed away. Sad panda. It is really sad. But it, it was just, shocking just because he was so young. 54. Dude, that I can't even, I don't know. I don't even know. I think I'm still in shock in the sense of like, I it hasn't clicked that he's dead Yeah, for me yet. And let me just start off by saying, I saw this thing not too long ago online and it was like, never feel like weird or ashamed if you're like upset about a celebrity death. Because it just means that they did their job and they touched your lives in some way. And that's awesome. That is something so awesome. So if you want to cry, if you need to grieve, if whatever you need to do, it's not weird. Please just feel your feels. Totally. And like, testament to this man's life, you know? I mean, we, I mean, obviously, we don't know him at all. We just know of the acting that he's done and... I think that he didn't want to be remembered by just friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's 100% fair. But on the contrary to that, like he brought, like that was Chandler. No one else could have played him but him. Like, I mean, I, I, the it way is he, his, it is going to be his biggest legacy. Um, But that being said, we also wanted to make sure that in this episode we talk about some of the other things that he did because I found this really beautiful quote. He was on a podcast in 2022 promoting his memoir. I saw that. Um, And he said, I'd like to be remembered as somebody who lived well, loved well, was a seeker. And his paramount thing is that he wants to help people. That's what I want. Um. And he talks about the best thing about me, bar none, is that if somebody comes to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned. And I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. Um, I didn't watch the show and haven't watched the show because he could tell season by season. He like mm-hmm. talked about this in mm-hmm. the in the podcast, um, but he he also mentions you know Perry House and the play it's a yeah the play that he wrote and just about his dedication to wanting to help people with sobriety because he obviously we know he struggled basically his whole life he did. Declare in 2021 that he considered himself sober, though. Um, It says in this article that he estimated that he spent $9 million on his road to sobriety. Between all of his, like, stints in rehab and just... That's just crazy. I don't know if you said this quote to him or not, from him or not, but he said something about, like, I may not always be able to do it the best for myself, but I can absolutely help you. Yes, 
I know. I want to find like the full. I can't find the full quote. Um, but it was, dang it, it was really good. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that kind of thing lately. Obviously, because every it's it's everywhere. And then on the Instagram, friends watching friends Instagram, I follow a lot of like friends facts or like behind the scenes friends, like just a lot of different friends accounts. And they've just been posting stuff all over, and that's kind of it's kind of cool. I've been I've been like sharing them all, so like I'm sure people are tired of me just reposting, but um, a lot of them are just interviews of him saying basically that, like he doesn't want friends to be the first thing. He's proud of it. Like he's always like I'll always be proud of it. It was the best, like one of the best times of my life, et cetera, et cetera. But like he's probably not as proud because he was either he doesn't was, remember a lot of yeah it. he doesn't remember a lot of it and he it's was like time stamps for him mm-hmm. you know he said that before he was like i can tell like you said before i can tell season by season what i was on or what i was doing and i don't remember at least three years of friends so like, crazy like if i was super skinny it was pills and if i was gained more weight it was drinking like i could tell what I, like what what it was like i make if you look at it in that perspective yeah, no wonder he's all like, yeah, I just want to like... It's triggering. It's triggering. And like, it has to be, probably yeah. not that proud of where he was then. Maybe. I mean... Yeah. I found the full quote. Oh, good. Go hey. for it. Okay. So sorry. This is going to be a little bit of a repeat of what I said, but it just sounds so nice altogether. Um, and again, this is from a podcast that he was on. It was called Q with Tom Power. If you wanted to try to find it to listen to that episode. Um, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my life. I'm still working through it personally. But the best thing about me is that if an alcoholic or drug addict comes up to me and says, will you help me? I will always say, yes, I know how to do that. I will do that for you, even if I can't always do it for myself. So I do that whenever I can in groups or one on one. And I created the Perry House in Malibu, a sober living facility for men. I also wrote my play, The End of Longing, which is a personal message to the world, an exaggerated form of me as a drunk. I had something important to say to people like me and to people who love people like me. When I die, I know people will talk about friends, 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 and I'm glad of that. Happy I've done some solid work as an actor, as well as given people multiple chances to make fun of my struggles on the World Wide Web. But when I die, as far as my so-called accomplishments go, it would be nice if friends were listed far behind the things I did to try to help other people. I know it won't happen, but it would be nice. Well, that is a very nice quote. Like, I feel like, I feel like I feel bad now doing this episode because it's it's so friends, and I feel like we will get into that later on in this episode to talk about. We have friends, purpose but, of yeah. talking about the things that he mentioned in there. I pulled up, I pulled up stuff about about all of that. So I don't really? think we have to feel bad. I mean, like he said, like he knows that friends is going to be the main thing that people talk about. But I think that in using the platform of friends to talk about the other things that he did is just as good of a message, Mm -hmm. you know? I really enjoy that he talks about, like, saying that he has something to say to people like him and people who love people like him because it's a struggle on both sides. And then he acknowledges that. It's like a full, full circle. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, I I feel bad. Like that sucks. He, you know, how he died just sucks. Mm-hmm. 
I know. I, I it had to have been like a heart attack. A heart attack, and, and there was just drive. nobody there to help him. Like it just happened so fast that you could yeah, just you probably horrible could just timing. Drive, drown. I hope that that's really the case, and I hope that like down there, like months from now, people like it's going to come out that like oh. Maybe he he did have something in his system. Like I hope that that's not the case. I don't like to think that way, but like it annoyed it happens me. Happens so many times with actors, actresses, musicians, like et cetera. It's just like I'm like I don't want to think that way. He's do he was doing so good. He made all the like that was his main purpose was to help people try to get sober. So I'm like, no, nah. like I, the, it has to be that. All the signs point to it truly just being something tragic medically and yeah. I, and i think that it was so annoying that i thought a couple of the articles that i read they were like there were um anti-anxiety medications and pain medications found on the premises yeah, it was like it's his home and he probably has depression or anxiety so like that's not that weird um no kidding well, i don't know you got a point that that's, I know. That's crap. Welcome to the media. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he truly did embody Chandler so well. And I think that he ha- he has to, I think, he has to be the most popular friend. He was just so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, when you want to, when you want to turn off your brain, relax, whatever, you throw on friends. Okay. Okay. Great. I feel like a lot of our listeners are the same way. When you try to relax, you throw on something that's just comfortable. I, I mean, I'm the queen of that, right? <laughs> so, like, he just makes you forget and makes you laugh. Yeah, he's just so funny. So effortlessly funny. Yes. It just, like, rolls yeah, rolls right off of his tongue. It's so good. Even, like, we've talked about, like, sometimes I feel bad for the jokes that they gave him to say. Because, like, they either, like were really really niche or whatever but even then like he still performed it flawlessly (laughs) you know totally um we have some we're we actually are live right now so we have a couple of things that um our listeners are now saying but um um someone said he's helped me so much and every time every now and then i have had drinks with my stepdad i just don't know how to say no to him i'll be asking my mom to talk to him more about it yeah so like just trying to get the point across to family members like with this this stuff happens like this act, you know what he was trying to do hopefully we'll like help other people to deal if you I, will. I think you'd be stoked i can't wait to finish friends so i can read his memoir i yeah. want to read the book too and so many people ask me, and I have not read the book yet. Does he? Oh, I wonder. Does he? Did he narrate it? I'll look, I'll look that up. Because, oh man. And someone said it's so eerie that his last Instagram post was him in a hot tub. That is true. It was in a hot tub, and I do, I just don't want to speculate because I'm scared. I don't of that. Like I don't. I hope it's. Just think. Like that coincidence i hope it was just a coincidence that yeah. his last post was like that i don't i don't know i know i know again we don't know this guy i don't know him at all we only know bits and pieces from what the media is only bits and pieces from interviews like i i mean i don't know was this guy 
trying to do something else don't know was it like i don't know i don't we don't know but we do know that what is out there now and hopefully it's just i won't say hopefully it's a tragedy that sounds terrible hopefully it's like a you know natural yes unfortunate thing thing that happened 100 percent yeah because and i said this i was like he's worked so hard yes he struggled like we all struggle with our own crap like yes he struggled but he worked so hard to not especially i didn't know meg just said that he officially declared what two three years ago that he yeah, was clean that he considered um, himself sober but you know if it came out that it wasn't that's the only thing people would remember a hundred and i hate that so i just i'm I know, rooting I for like, the dude i told you so i knew it and right i like, know right. what like yeah so i i don't ever want to do that um, <laughs> he did narrate why... oh yeah he did narrate yeah, yeah i heard that he did narrate his book that's um, awesome. Do you know why so many of Matt's posts reference Batman? I don't. I actually was looking at his Instagram, like, <laughs> you know, and they all, the last, like, five or six posts of, like, or, like, just random pictures or whatever, whatever, but it's, a, it's like, they're signed Matman as opposed to Batman, Batman, and it's, like, the last five or six of them, and I don't know, he's obviously doing some sort of reference or bit or something, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know what he was trying to do do i be like i don't i don't know what the reference is so unfortunately hmm. don't know but i'm sure we could maybe figure it out i don't know but yeah, yeah it's just a big fan did yeah maybe maybe did you read the statement put out by the cast no i okay so because oh, i didn't know so they waited because i was, they, i kept yes. checking their socials and i don't follow any of them just because i am scared I don't know why they would post something, but I just am the scared. second you did though they would right. So <laughs> I like went to all their pages to see if anybody said anything. They waited two days and put out a joint statement, which I think makes sense and is good. So they said we're all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are a family. There's so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. In time, we will say more as and when we are able. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. And it was signed by all five of them. I did see that, actually. Yeah, I did see that. I I, I don't even know what they must be feeling. I feel like... Dude. Like they said, uh, they're, they're a family, you know? Yeah, totally. And I don't... I feel like... Um, what's his, like Matt LeBlanc probably was the closest with him. I would I would guess. I don't know. All those because gifts. they had so many, yeah, like they had so many things in the show, and like even during the in or um the reunion, he was very like. And can I just say like side point? I know this is a Matthew Perry episode, but side note, Matt LeBlanc, man, if I could meet him, it would be freaking amazing. <laughs> he was so into the reunion he remembered so many episodes whereas the other cast members were like yeah i don't really know remember that and he was like oh yeah you did this 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 it was so funny blah blah blah, blah. and he was like do you remember that matt and, blah, blah, blah. and it was like you can tell that was the most fun part of his life like he thought that i don't know it just made me feel so happy that he was so happy passionate about it yeah and like 
but anyway, back to Matt, Matthew Perry. But anyways, I wonder what they must be really feeling. They must be just like, I mean, we are in shock and we didn't even know him. Right. Right. So I can't even imagine. I found an article that talks about his obsession with Batman. Yes. Oh, my God. Tell me. Uh, it Basically, a friend talked to this publication and they said, uh, you know, people are assuming that his posts about the bat signal or the fact he's calling himself Matman were some sort of subliminal message asking for help or a cry for help. And it's just completely false. He was just a sweet nerd that liked Batman. He talks about his love of Batman in his book. Um, he dubbed him. He dubbed his own nickname Matman, and he would call his car the Batmobile all the time because <laughs> it was like super tinted windows and matte black um, painting. And it, he was just he was just a nerd who loved Batman, <laughs> and he was goofy. Great. I mean, yeah, hell, I love that. Do what you want, man. That's cool. Spider Man's better, but Batman's cool. <laughs> so I did, so I didn't know. I looked at, I was trying to look up um, information about Perry House and it looks like it is no longer a thing, but it ran for quite a few years. And um, apparently Matthew Perry had slash has still in his estate uh, quite the real estate package and his former home in Malibu is what he turned into this sober living center. Hmm. Um, I think it ran for like four years. So he previously created this. He called it an oasis called the Perry House for addicts out of his beach house over two years, which offered holistic services to help men get sober. Um in 2015, he made the difficult decision to close it because it was just too expensive to run and like it just really didn't didn't work the way that it should have. But he had talked about potentially looking um, to reopen it in another location, doing it a little bit differently, looking for like a smaller place in Santa Monica or Studio City. But I, I guess he just like never got around to completing that vision. Mm. Um, but the Perry house was meant to be a transitional space that helped recovering addicts ease back into their regular lives. And it offered men with addiction issues, the opportunity to attend meditation programs and learn the 12 steps of recovery. Um, That's awesome. That so it was just awesome. like truly a charitable thing. It was his, literally his own house that he converted into that one of his houses so yeah another location however never happened it does say in 2013 matthew perry received a champion of recovery award from the white house office of national drug control policy for creating the sober living facility and the actor was also an ambassador for the national association of drug court professionals which is a nonprofit organization for courts that take a public health approach to criminal offenders with substance abuse issues and before his death, Matthew had stated he wanted to be remembered for how he supported others who also experienced substance abuse. So he like really, I mean that, he turned that, he tried to turn it into something better for other people, you know? Yeah. Like he stated before, even if, 
he couldn't do it for himself all the time. He wanted to make sure that there were things in place for others, which I think is pretty awesome. That speaks way more about the man than his addiction. For sure. And I feel like that helped him Mm -hmm. help himself, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you focus on something else, you don't focus on yourself so much. Yeah. And like that's obviously way more into it to get sober. But like at least that's probably helped him to like stay focused on it. Because it's probably like it's a daily struggle. Oh, for sure. It's not. I'm cured. Yeah, I'm not an addict anymore. Right. That's that's nothing. Dude, this Malibu house is like unreal. It just overlooks the ocean. It's beautiful. It's awesome, though. That's really. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing. Um, I don't know if anyone saw this, but I keep forgetting who he interviewed. Was it Diane Sawyer? Who he like right after the reunion was filmed, he did a interview with I think Diane Sawyer. I don't know. Katie Couric, one of those I don't remember. Peeps. Anyway, anyway, he did an interview with her and I watched it. It was awesome. Was it Diane Sawyer? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Would there be any spoilers in that? I don't even I don't think so. Actually, because I think he watches a part of it, like a part of the, and I don't even remember which one, but he watches a part of the show, like she puts it on for him and like, it's like a clip. And then, um, he's like, she's like, how do you feel watching that? And he's like, I, he's like, I don't even, he's like, it's, it's funny. Like it's wow. You know, like it's great. He's like, I don't really remember a lot of this. He's like, but I also know that I was probably drinking. And, she, and, and like it was one of those, you know, times where he like mentioned that and then he talked about between the seasons, yada, yada. We talked about that already, but it was really interesting interview. And then he, they also brought up that during the reunion that he was like, people were suspecting that he was on something during the reunion oh, because yeah. he He's, was oh, like right. kind of odd. And, I, you know, honestly, I kind of have to agree. He did act a little odd. And like, and I was just kind of like, hey, but like, I just kind of brushed it off. Like, eh, it wasn't that weird. It was just like a little, like, I feel like a little off, whatever. But then he like, I, he explained that he had like a dental emergency that day that they were going to record this and like brought whatever. You can't just like change that on a whim either. Yeah. And he, <laughs> so he was like, I was in a lot of pain. So I had to like get it fixed and then come right straight there and like my mouth was half numb and it was like oh my gosh all weird and so he's like that's why i didn't talk very much slash like his mouth does droop on like one side like i've noticed when i watched it again and he's like that's why it was just kind of like i was not i like i had like my mouth hurt (laughs) or whatever and i'm like well that's cool that he like was like no there's an actual reason it's not like that whatever but like that's a couple of, the stigma man yeah totally and then he says a few things and it like makes me so sad hearing it but he was like he mentioned like they all were in a group chit chatting about it and they were talking about like laughing and like making the audience laugh and he said i thought i was going to die if i didn't make if i didn't get the laugh that i wanted or needed like if if i made a joke and no one laughed or i didn't get the like excitement from it 
I he's like I would start sweating. I would get super nervous. Like it would like it made me feel horrible if I didn't get the joke. Like if people didn't laugh like that. And he's like, and even with you all, he's like with you guys. Like if Courtney didn't laugh or whatever, like it would just kill me. And they're all were like, wow, you never mentioned that before. And he was like, yeah, like that was that's how it was for me. That's called mm. anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. And maybe that's why he went over the top with a lot of his things. I mean, sometimes we talked about it before, like, it was a little bit too much, eh? Like, he didn't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, nailed it. It worked, you know? Like, yeah. All right. Did you know that he fundraised for COVID with shirts that said, could I be any more vaccinated? (gasps) I need that shirt. No kidding. I didn't know. know. That's that's in an article on The Guardian. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, that's awesome. I love that. (laughs) Oh, also, Matthew Perry's former Friends co-star, Hank Azaria. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's David. 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 Uh, Phoebe's from season one, Phoebe's, um, the scientist guy that moved to... Oh, yeah, that we said is going to come back. He's endgame. (laughs) We'll find out. Maybe. Um... Hank Azaria said that Matthew Perry helped him get sober. I did not know that. That's yeah, really awesome. It's a, he said, I'm a sober guy for 17 years. I want to say that the night I went into AA, Matthew brought me in. The whole first year I was sober, He went, we went to meetings together. As a sober person, he was so caring and giving and wise, and he totally helped me get sober. I really wish he would have found it in himself to stay with the sober life more consistently. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, man... I don't know. I I mean, I feel like since like, 21, 22, like when he started doing all this was when he really was consistent. Mm-hmm. As far as I know. Right. As far as we're told, no. And yeah. yeah. But again, we don't know at all. So um, it's kind of like, did anyone ever, you guys watch the Johnny Depp, Amanda Heard mm-hmm. trial, like the thing on Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to this all, too. Like, we're only told what the media is showing and telling and, like, putting out there. And it's like, who are you going to believe? Because, like, it's, like, it's so true. I think a lot of that Netflix thing was about that. Like, how social media can blow up things. Oh. And spin it and whatever. And it's like, yep, that's really true for pretty much anything. Especially, like, celebrity stuff. Celebrity gossip. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was childhood friends with Justin Trudeau. Oh, my God. I saw that not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I also didn't know that he was Canadian. Yeah. He is Canadian. I don't I don't think I remembered that or knew that. Yeah. Um, I love Canada. So that's cool. Oh, Canada. Canada. Oh, I wanted to talk about this play that he wrote. So... It's called The End of Longing, and it was on, like, the West End in London, which is crazy, cool, nice. and off-Broadway in New York City, and he was in it. So, The End of Longing is a dark comedy play written by Matthew Perry. It marked nice. his playwriting debut, 
made its West End and world premiere at the Playhouse Theater in February of 2016 and then made its debut in the U.S. off-Broadway in May of 2017. Um, He wrote the first draft of the play over a period of 10 days with rewrites taking an additional year. Of course, that makes 100% sense. (laughs) (laughs) A reading of the play was held in New York City in December of 2015 Uh, Set in a bar in downtown Los Angeles, the play centers around four people in their 40s who are searching for the meaning of life. Perry plays the drunk Jack and stated the role was sort of an exaggerated form of himself, but added that it was not an autobiographical part. Very cool. Yeah. Ever wonder why you didn't like hear about these things when they were happening just because yeah, you just no- weren't in that sector of the world at the time you just right. didn't hear about it and now you're like man yeah. wish i had <laughs> wish i had seen that yeah i wish i would have yeah. gone to that totally <sighs> what are you gonna do it got so so reviews but so i can't fuck them so whatever you know what though me and meg talk about this all the time with like general movie reviews I, I almost agree with never them. agree. I never agree with them. With professional reviews or like if someone else would be like, eh, I really didn't like it. I'll go see it. I'll be like, oh, I must be really easy to please because I thought it was great or whatever. Yeah. You know the what though? I know movie. that I'm easy to please when it comes to content. <laughs> yeah. The only movie I agree with is The Good Dinosaur. I don't really like that oh movie Oh my God. At all. It's so bad. Have you watched it? No. I've heard it's bad so I won't watch it. Oh my God. It's so bad. I, I had to make see it. my own opinion. But. And I like... I really hardly ever think Pixar can do wrong. No, they're gold. That was a bad movie. Not good. I even tried it again. (laughs) Nah. It's like, give you some content. (laughs) That'll live on forever. Yes. (laughs) Oh, also, Marta Kaufman, David Crane, and Kevin Bright issued a joint statement. I saw that, too. So they put out a statement saying, we are shocked and deeply, deeply saddened by our beloved friend Matthew's passing. It still seems impossible. All we can say is that we feel blessed to have had him as part of our lives. He was a brilliant talent. They also added, it's a cliche to say that an actor makes a role their own, but in Matthew's case, there are no truer words. From the day we first heard him embody the role of Chandler Bing, there was no one else for us. Um, we will always cherish the joy, the light, the blinding intelligence he brought to every moment, not just to his work, but in life as well. He was always the funniest person in the room. More than that, he was the sweetest with a giving and selfless heart. Oh. We send all our love to his family and friends. This truly is the one where our hearts are broken. Mm. Oh, oh, stop. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> And There's so many. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Maggie Wheeler also posted yeah, on Instagram mm-hmm. and said, "What a loss! The world will miss you, Matthew Perry. The joy you brought to so many in your too short lifetime will live on. I feel so very blessed by every creative moment we shared." Aww. FYI, that's Janice. In case anybody doesn't know, yes, I think yes. hers was the first statement I saw. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's sweet." Yeah, and I know Salma Hayek made a statement as well. Because she, I saw that. she, um, is she in Friends ever? Uh, no, she oh. did a movie with him called Fools Russian. It was really cute. It was like from the nineties or whatever. Um, Isn't she also in Scream with Courtney Cox? Right? Isn't Soma? I don't think so. No. 
I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, but yeah, they did that movie together, and she like said a really cute thing about it too. And he was like always really proud of that movie. He was like, "It's probably one of the best movies I've done." Um, why I was thinking of somebody completely different. I'm sorry. All good. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, James Burroughs released a statement today as well. I had it pulled up and I forgot about it. Who was that? Um, the director that directed a lot of the episodes. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. T- veteran TV director James Burroughs knew from the beginning that there was something special about the cast of Friends. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um I had Texas the girl texted the girls the day we found out they were destroyed. It's a brother. It's a brother dying. That's what he said. Quote. Um, Meaning like Jennifer and they Court- must be yeah Jennifer and Courtney and Lisa. I'd imagine. Um, he said I had a I have I had to have a couple of days to just let it soak in. He was part of a family and he was the first one to not be part of that family anymore. Um. That that it goes back to it came days after the castmates, all the rest of them said that they were utterly devastated, et cetera. We talked about that. Yeah, that's his main main thing here. He was incredibly inventive. He was inventive and with how he did a line. Um he yeah, added he that period was really funny. Was that? He definitely delivered lines like yes. very uniquely. <laughs> Um, he said that, yeah, he was really funny. He was a little awkward, too. And Chandler was awkward. And Ma- Matthew was awkward. So it was a perfect, perfect meld. He was. He would always remember Perry as a wonderful actor, a funny man, and a dear friend to a lot of people. But, yeah, that was him. But, like, oh, man. I don't know. I can't imagine what they're feeling. That just, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, if we're shocked and, like, we're sad... Just, uh, you know. Yeah, it looks like Drew Barrymore and Linda Blair was in Scream. Yeah. I've never seen Scream. Oh, I don't know who I was thinking. Nah. Matt and I watch it every year. I've never seen it. It's good. Well, is there anything else that we want to add to round this out? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean... There was a lot of um, like best of moments that our listeners have mentioned on our Instagram. Some of them I can't mention because yeah, they're spoilers. Um, but like getting the chick stuck in the VCR was one of them. Like, they was like can you guys help us getting out of the VCR? <laughs> um, stop, stop the Q-tip when you feel resistance was another one. <laughs> um it i've put in like one of my one of one of my favorite lines was um in season one where he's like it is amusing because she gives like a moose bush the appetizer (laughs) and he's like "Mm, it is that is my kind of humor that's why he's my favorite it's ridiculous (laughs) it's just so dumb and i just love it um i also like when he is in that vestibule with jill goodacre and then he like looks at the camera afterwards and he's like, I'm a count number, whatever, whatever. I need like a <laughs> yes. copy of the tape. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Yeah, that was funny. 
Um, man, there's so many Chandler moments that like they're all just like flowing in and out of my head that I can't even like. That might be my favorite up till this point, at least the the lobby with what is it? What is her name again? Jill Goodacre. Yeah, yeah, that was so it was funny. just so great. It's so great, and like I don't know, he is just. I like him serious too. I that like yeah, he's a jokester, 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 and like that's perfect. It's perfect. But when he like is serious with Joey for about something, or like when Ross, Ross. was going ape shit over mm-hmm. Rachel and Mark, and he was just like relax, like like I know, God, I, I know, know. like it's yeah, I know you do, and he like rubs mm-hmm. his fingers through his hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I don't know, he. I feel I know every single one of those actors and actresses could like they made their part their own for sure. Yeah. But I always feel like Matthew Perry, no one else could have played Chandler. I'm not sure if I feel that way about every other friend. Like, could someone else have played Monica? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Like Meg she just great. Yeah. <laughs> she was I great. Think, like, don't get me wrong. I think Chandler and Joey probably are the two that I couldn't see other people in those roles. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, they all did perfectly, and like I don't want anyone else to play them, of course. But like but, I like they embodied those characters so well. Yeah, they did. Like I don't the way he like even his um mannerisms like the way he had his um, body language it all just like he was chandler Mm -hmm. i love someone in the live said the unscripted head bang against the file cabinet when he's handcuffed is gold yes (laughs) yes i like miss that totally totally i love when he fall he trips over the half door (laughs) (laughs) that might be my favorite he like pops his head up like what the fuck (laughs) his legs go in the air oh my god yeah i mean and then the one that came to mind but like you have to see his face because he doesn't say a word but like when joey and him are kind of arguing and joey's like watching um wheel of fortune and then he just walks in and then um he just says wheel and then joey says oh fortune but anyway He's like trying to get the thing together and like he's like, This guy is such Joey's like, this guy is such an idiot. It's Count Rushmore. <laughs> and then eventually they like have their argument and then like Chandler storms out and he's like, By the way, there's no such thing as Count Rushmore. And then he's like, Well, what's I forget what Joey says. Well, whatever he says back to him, like something stupid. And then Chandler looks back at him and was like <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about and then like slams the door but, like <laughs> uh, love it like i love that and i also love uh can i say this is a spoiler i don't know i no not really i love chandler and her and his mom's relationship when you see her because it's so awkward and so weird and oh yeah his mom put out a statement i she's like tv show mom his tv show mom okay she we we met meet her we so far we mostly that's a spoiler because we see her again whatever leave me alone that's fine (laughs) and that doesn't that's not like a big old plot point or something like but she is so like 
doesn't care is gonna say whatever like sexually or not like <laughs> she's just out there and like has no filter and he like you're like how does he not like he's just very like no uh whatever and like later on when they, like she comes back it's hilarious of the stuff like i, I don't know anyway i like their relationship seeing that it was pretty wait. awesome can't wait. awesome even in season one when we first meet her he's just like not he's like she's on tv jay leno or whatever and he's like standing on the other side of the room just like no can we turn this off i don't want to i don't want to deal with this right now and everyone else is like i love her how do you not love her whatever he's like you can say that because she's not your mom i'm like Arr. but anyways i forgot about that episode mm-hmm. 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 but anyway i'm excited for us to continue to dive into friends to like see more chandler moments but um we're doing a binge day coming up soon where we're going yeah, to record as many episodes as we can because i like i personally at least i'm just like getting antsy to watch more like yeah. i want to watch more than one episode at a time well and it's such a bingeable show because it they're 20 minutes is. it's just like Shit's creek yeah real quick yeah no, real good you just want to sit there and i mean like in the time you can watch one episode of like a normal tv show now because they're like 45 minutes and if it's on tv it's a solid hour because of commercials and crap but like you could watch three episodes of friends in an hour totally pound it out you know and not always there's something gonna happen that's exciting or whatever moving to the series but that's okay because like by the time you watch it, it's into the next one anyway, so it like right. works out. Um, but I don't know. I feel like this show has been a part of me growing up for so long now, and it's like holy shit. One of the cast members is dead. Like I know. that makes me feel old. Slash, like you forget how old this show is because it's so it's still so yeah culturally known and like people still watch this everywhere yeah it's not like anything that has ever like faded into the background at all like it's very much so so, it's very much alive (laughs) i was gonna say it reminds me very much of how i feel whenever we lose a harry potter character a harry potter actor actress yes Yes. i'm going to lose my mind when we lose maggie smith (laughs) i can't oh my god i know for sure 100 percent. michael gambin was a tough one that was he was super recent Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just you know, it's getting to be like that thing. Like Robbie Coltrane was a big one for me. I was no, like, that was oh my rough. god, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's just um, really weird that we're at this like stage in our life where like stuff like this could be happening. Yes. Matthew Perry is, I would say, even more of an exception because he was far too young. Yes. Um, but like you know, my mom would have people from like bands that she loved and stuff like pass away because they were older and like now like. <laughs> that might be happening to us it's really weird but he's an exception because far too early you know it is yeah i think this is just really really unfortunate sucks big time can you imagine i bet you his assistant who like left and came back probably has to feel like oh my god if i hadn't left i could have helped him Mm -hmm. you know oh man totally so rough Totally, totally, totally. Survivor's like, guilt. Or like that and like just finding him. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Like. Yeah. Anybody really. It's not just 
that, but like, no, that's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for that. But I hope going forward that I just find more joy with Chandler, even more so now. Yeah. He's always been my favorite, even before, like, I was really watching the show, and he still remains to be. So I'll cherish it even more. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, real quick, what... um there's like a part of the reunion where they do clips of like people in general like all over the world saying like how much the show has helped help them and like got them out of a depression or got them out of like bad thoughts or whatever and like literally helped them through bad times in their lives or whatever and like the, just from like the show like the show saved me and it's like that's so cool to think about and it's true like what is when you when i feel sick or like sad or like or just off or whatever that's like the show that i'll throw on and it's like dude a lot of people do that and like to help them get him out of funks and like people are telling their stories like my their dad was sick or like dying or whatever and like they would come home from being in the hospital with them all day and then just put that on and it would like help it's just i don't know it's yeah. mind-blowing that they can people can be a part of such thing that can help people so much just by like laughing <laughs> laughter is the best medicine right that's what they say truly though yes. it's in uh your emotional support show oh yeah for sure and matthew perry did a lot of that and just making me laugh mm-hmm. they all did really but truly he he's just like known as the, the funny one the funny one <laughs> i guess what we're trying to say is just thank you matthew perry yeah <laughs> for thank all of you yes laughs. yes and um with all that said Thank you, Matthew, for bringing us Chandler. Mm-hmm. I hope you're up there having a cup of coffee. Yep. And also, I've been um, posting some Instagrams about uh, all the fan art that people have been doing. And they're so good. Like, there's, like, one I just posted today earlier. And it was, uh, like, all the people that have died that played on Friends. Like, some of the, like, Gunther. Heckles. Um, actually, I didn't Oh, my God. Him. Wait. He didn't die. He's, he's, he's not. <laughs> The heckles died, but not the actor. That's why I got confused. Oh my god! Do you um, see James yeah, Michael Tyler, the guy who played Gunther? He passed recently, unfortunately. That's right. I remember. And like that. a couple other like straggler guys that like, um, like uh, Rachel Green's dad. I forget his real name. Leonard, mm. Leonard something or another. Unfortunately, um, but like people like like that, they're all like waiting like waiting for him crossing over and like all the other friends are just like looking up and i'm like oh my oh. god like people are so creative slash making me sad that's when the internet's a good part of the world <sighs> yes. it can be really terrible it can be sure. really great yeah yeah like people are great so go follow all those accounts um like the there's like friends facts is a fantastic one um etc but yeah and uh thanks for listening to our bonus episode dedicated to matthew perry yeah thank you let's remember him for his funnies but also how much he wanted to help Mm -hmm. for everything he did Mm -hmm. for himself and for others yep okay let's go get some coffee (laughs) bye guys bye Hello and welcome to Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. 
Oh gosh, can you start over? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not kidding. The spider's on. It's on the thing. I'm not joking this time. I swear. I swear on my cat's lives. Go it is get in Matthew. there. Go get Matthew. Matt. Matthew. Matt. I I don't have eyes. Okay. No, disturb him. Disturb him. Matthew. Anyway, there's this giant spider that has been in my house, and we were trying to. You killed a spider. Wait, where the fuck is it? To get it for probably an hour or two. It went behind us, like behind the wall. No, we need you. Here, there's paper towels right here. It's there. It's between the wall and the scratching post. But what if it crawls out? Anyway, guys, we all have a freaking out. Apologies. We have almost died twice now tonight uh, because of the spider. It's yeah. The I have not seen okay. it because I refuse to look at it. Oh, okay. But I'm told that this bastard is like this big. That's not cool. I'm so sorry that it's so loud. I can't tell it's like behind the wall. No! It's okay. But I can't even look at it. Like, you got going for a while. It's fine. It's, it's in there. It's not going anywhere. We got it. We got it, guys. It's okay. You're not here, Oh my god. You want to stare at it? Thank you. Anyways. You guys can do this. Thank you. <laughs> As an Australian, that's not a very big spider. No. <laughs> Dude, that's huge here. I don't do spiders. I'm a baby. Apparently none of us do here. Nope. <laughs> I, so, I screamed so bad. No. So, to the point, real quick before we record. So, Kate freaked out as a joke, saying, oh, I see it. It's right there. Meg looked out and spilled a handful of cheese. Smacked over, it. Like, cheese like, that I hand-grated myself <laughs> for this pasta. All over, all over the floor. All for oh, a yeah. lie. Oh, you're okay though. <laughs> yeah. We're, <fine. laughs> We're being, we are dramatic. Definitely oh, being yeah. dramatic. For sure. <laughs>